Welcome to the snooze button. Hey, I'm Brittany of Brittany She and Sleep. I've got 99 problems, but my kid sleeping isn't one. Hey, everybody. It is me, Brittany Sheehan of Brittany She and Sleep, your host here at the snooze button. Thank you for your patience as I took a week off with my family and friends in Hawaii. I'd never been before. It's amazing. Um, definitely going to go back. We had the best time, but you know, I'm back to the grind. And let me tell you, um, after getting off that plane at midnight with all of my children, it, it's taken me like two days to recover. Um, traveling is a lot. So forgive me if this is an odd episode because I'm just, I'm just on the struggle bus. You know, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. So I wanted today to talk about something a little unique. So yesterday was my dad's birthday. Um, he passed away many years ago, when, just after I graduated from college. And we were very close. We were best friends. It was a very hard thing for me, still is. And I thought it would be a good way to honor him on his, his birthday was yesterday, but close to his birthday, because there were a couple of things that I was thinking about last night that he specifically did as a dad that really are things I want to do with my kids and I want to emulate that really led me to always feel at home and with him very like safe, loved, understood. And frankly, I think it's part of the reason I wasn't like a quote unquote like bad kid. And I, that's a terrible word to say. But like in high school, don't get me wrong. I was like chugging beers in someone's basement and making out with, you know, some guy, of course, like I was a normal high school student, but I didn't do some things that a lot of my friends and acquaintances were getting caught up in because of, I think, some of the things he did as a parent that I hope I can do for my kids. So I wanted to share them with you because I think this will, is relatable to any parent. It doesn't matter if you have a newborn or a 12-year-old. I think all this stuff can be relatable. So one thing that he did really well is he didn't pretend to be perfect. I think we sometimes have in our minds that like we need to show how like perfect we are to our kids. Like this is how, you know, you're supposed to, you never do this and you never do this. And he didn't. He would tell me, you know, of course, at age appropriate times, he would tell me stories like, you know, a mistake he had made in college, like something... He had done with his fraternity brothers that he regretted and, you know, something that he and his friends did in high school that was dumb. And it didn't feel like he was lecturing me. It felt like he was just a human and he was just another human being. I mean, he was obviously my dad and authority figure. Um, but I think because he did that, it gave me permission to feel human and come to him with problems and things like that and to not feel like he was this like holier than thou you know, he would never understand me getting into some sort of pickle because he was so perfect, you know. So I never felt I never felt that distance. I always felt like he was a human being who had learned from mistakes and I would be someone who would do the same thing. I think that was really important. Um, and as like as my kids get older and it's age appropriate, I, I hope I can do the same thing for them. So the other thing he did is like from the beginning, I felt like he really instilled values in me that were like, these are the things our family believes. And you know, we, we definitely, like he was raised Catholic, so was my mom. We were a pretty religious family, but it was separate from that. Things like, he would just casually tell me stories about somebody who had died in a drunk driving accident and how common that was and how heartbreaking it was for that family. Um, he also was like, anytime we would pass someone smoking, he would be like, I mean, not like obviously to them. And I'm not shaming anybody who smokes. Like, please don't go there with me, like about cigarette smoking. But it was just very clear to me that he thought this was like a really unhealthy habit. And he was kind of like, can you imagine ever smoking? Like I could never. And like as a kid, I was just like smoking is disgusting. I could never. And it carried with me to this day. I have never smoked a cigarette, which is like kind of crazy. I feel like 
everyone has smoked a cigarette at, in their life. And listen, I've done plenty of fun things, but not cigarettes. Um, and I think there were things like that that I just felt like I would never, and I've never gotten behind the wheel when I'm drunk. Like I just never have. Another thing that I think a lot of people have succumbed to, and this isn't to like blame or shame anyone. It's just there were certain things like that that I felt like I just always knew I wouldn't do because of the way he talked about them. And it just was like kind of a part of like normal language. Like this is something our family would never do. Um, but I also, because of his way of not pretending to be perfect and like normalizing the human experience, I also always felt like if something did happen that he trusted me and I could call him if there was a problem. And it did happen once. Once when I was in high school, I was at a party, like thought it'd be fun, you know, didn't tell my parents there were a bunch of guys coming over and then like some older college guys came over and it just started feeling weird. Like I just got that ick and it was like 3 a.m. Um, and everyone was still like in my friend's basement. And I called them on the landline and was like, I you know, woke them, my dad up in the middle of the night and was like, I need to get out of here. And he drove to pick me up. No one said anything. I like went to bed that night. No one said anything in the morning. I didn't get in trouble. And it was like this feeling of like they meant it when they said, call us if, if you ever need us. We won't be mad. Like we'd rather you get out of a bad situation than, you know, be somewhere or do something that you'd regret. And I think I was able to do that because... I felt his trust or I should say I think I was able to not get in those situations a lot because I felt his trust and I think if you feel like you're sneaking around you're almost more likely to do bad stuff it was like because I felt like he trusted me so much the idea of disappointing him was like too much for me to bear so I would not put myself in situations where I thought something really bad was happening because in the back of my mind I was like thinking of his crestfallen face if he found out that I you know was like wasted driving around town right things like that um and I think that was because I felt like he trusted me. It wasn't because I was scared of him. I wasn't scared because he wouldn't have screamed at me. He wouldn't have hit me. You know, he wouldn't have, you know, done something really dramatic. He would have been like shocked and disappointed. And that was to me way worse. Um, the other thing he did that really, really had an impact on my life and I will absolutely do with my kids, I already am, is he shared his happiness and passions with me. And like a good example I can think of, this isn't something he did, but like, you know, if there's someone in your family, like you or your spouse, who's like a really good cook and you're like, you know, stay out of the kitchen, like let me, I need to cook or whatever. You know, a lot of parents do stuff like that or it's like they're really into some hobby like fixing cars and like they just fix the car and it's like leave me alone while I'm doing my hobby. He was kind of the opposite. Like he brought me into the things that made him happy and shared his passions with me. And that like allowed me to gain some of those same passions myself. And we, we were very similar people. So that of course played a role, but you know, he was a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. When he was in high school, he was uh, the student council president of his high school in New Jersey. He went to this, um, if anybody knows, CBA, Christian Brothers Academy, holla. And he had Bruce, this is crazy, but Bruce and the E Street Band were their homecoming band, or no, their prom. I think it must have been prom. I don't know. It was like he was, whatever, like in charge of picking the band. And he was like, guys, there's like this great guy in Asbury Park. We should have him come. His name is Bruce and uh, the E Street Band. And Ever since, like, my dad's entire family are huge Bruce Springsteen fans. But he would play songs in the car. He would tell me why the lyrics were so profound to him. He would, like, explain the song's meaning to me. I went to concerts. Just the two of us would go to concerts. Um, and I, to this day, am a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. And I swear it's part of the reason I'm such a big Taylor Swift fan. Because that, like, my whole life I've, like, thought about lyrics and, like, what they mean. And, like, how music can, like, transport you to places and all that good stuff. So... You know, and he also was really, he was like the cook in our house for breakfast. Like that was his thing on like weekend mornings. And so like my parents joked later on that I was a short order chef, that like the only things I was good at making were 
like breakfast foods. And I thought about it and I was like, well, that's what I was like looped in on. Like that's what I was taught and was fun and I had happy memories of doing it and got good at it. You know, it makes sense. Um, but at the same time, and this is, I think is in some ways almost even more important than him sharing his passions with me, is that he let me find my own passions. He didn't push his stuff on me. I think if I'd been completely disinterested in Bruce Springsteen, like he would have let that go. Um, He let me find my own things and then he got excited about them too. And that is something that is so profound to me that I talk to my husband a lot about. Like we have to let them find the things they love and then we have to love them too. Because that had a really, really, truly like a profound impact on like how I saw the world as a kid and as a teenager and as a young adult. You know, I became really into gymnastics. I was a gymnast growing up and I remember him waking me up. It was Shannon Miller in the 96 Olympics in the beam final and she was about to win the gold medal and he got me up out of bed. It was like really late. Um, and I like went downstairs. I remember like sitting in the stairwell with him watching her win the gold medal. And it's like a memory I still have. Like he knew how much I love gymnastics. He like wanted me to have that experience. He would come to all of my meets, get to know my coaches, um, you know, and like I would listen to like, you know, Christina Aguilera and like Britney Spears. And he like knew the songs and would like make up fake lyrics to them and like joke about how like silly they were. And you know, we got into my stuff when I got into I went to Elon University. When I got into Elon, he became a huge fan of Elon. Like he didn't pick it. He didn't know anything about it. Like my mom and I went and visited it. Um, He bought a book about that someone had written about Elon. He started like, you know, sending me different articles and things about it and like telling me stuff he'd heard about the quad. And like he was, he let me be who I was, but also got excited about the things that excited me. Um, So that's a short and sweet episode. But I hope that that gives you guys as parents yourselves some ideas about things you could do let my dad's legacy lead you to be an even better parent than you already are which is a fabulous one okay love you guys as always i will see you next week next week we're gonna be talking about daylight savings so buckle up it's gonna be fun okay talk to you then bye loving the snooze button be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and please leave a review i will read it and internalize it so make sure it's very glowing if you're interested in working with me or learning more about my courses, head to brittanysheehan.com or follow me on Instagram at Sleep.